0: Welcome to Deep Breath Podcast, where we explore spiritual practices, ways of connecting with God, with others, and ourselves. And where you are invited in to maybe try on a new practice. Hi, Michelle here. What is meant by praying the Psalms? And how do you actually do it? How can this practice awaken your prayer life? I'm hoping to answer these questions and more about the Psalms in today's episode on praying the Psalms. Thanks for listening. Hi, friends. Well, let's jump in and begin with just two simple breaths. We'll inhale for three counts one, two, three, and exhale for four counts four, three, two, one. One more like that. Inhale for three. Exhale for four. Well, when people ask me what book of the Bible to start with, or they ask me um, where to read in the Bible if they haven't read it for years, or trying to establish a habit of being in the Bible, I almost always point them to the Psalms. I know I'm not alone when I say that the book of Psalms is one of my favorite books in the Bible. The book of Psalms is the longest book in the Bible. Did you know that? And if you open your Bible to the middle, roughly, it will most likely fall open or close to the Psalms. Psalms is the Old Testament book most quoted by the New Testament writers. So why have the Psalms been loved by so many for years and years? And why does the church consider the Psalms her most perfect prayer book? What is meant by praying the Psalms? Perhaps it's so beloved because reading and praying the Psalms back to God links us to generations of the faithful who've sought him on both dark nights and bright mornings. In sickness and celebration, in storm and shade, and they found him, I didn't know this, but as i as I looked at my Bible to find this to be true, that before the disciples and Jesus left the upper room to walk the dark path to the Mount of Olives, they sang a hymn, a psalm actually that's in mark fourteen twenty six and so it has been through the millennia when God's people gather whether in times of grief or celebration, they sing. The Psalms are essentially the church's hymn book, and the lyrics of the Psalms, as you know, have made it into many of our modern worship songs. One of my personal favorite things about the Psalms is that they are poetic. It is largely made up of images, beautiful word pictures that are meant to be savored and pondered and viewed in our mind's eye. The Psalms are meant to be connected with on an emotional level, more than a logical level. But they are also full of theological truth. The Psalms are very honest prayers, language for our deepest longings. There's so much passion in the Psalms. There's joy and desolation, fear, wonder, loneliness, anguish, exaltation, and so much more. This is a place to take your questions and to come just as you are without needing to clean yourself up. I love that David's prayers are so brutally honest and his, you know, he he didn't have a perfect life when he said these things and when he prayed these things and asked for forgiveness and, and, and questioned God. And I think that's what makes the Psalms most approachable is that... David and and others who wrote the Psalms, they just were coming as they were and asking real questions. I find it interesting, though, that the largest category of types of Psalms is that of lament, complaint, sadness, and cries of bitterness. So obviously, this is a place for honest prayers, as we said, not a place to hold back and pretend that everything is okay. Thomas Merton has written this tiny little book by the same title as this episode, Praying the Psalms. And Thomas says, for the Psalms are the songs of men who knew who God was. The Psalms contain in themselves all of the Old and New Testaments, the whole mystery of Christ. And then he goes on to say, Christ prays in us when we meditate on the Psalms and does so perhaps even more perfectly than when we recite them vocally. So since the Bible is divinely inspired, many people feel that praying scripture connects them to the mind and the heart of God. And when we have a loss of words, well, praying from scripture directly can provide help and even structure. So here's where we're going to get practical. How can you implement praying the Psalms? in your life. Maybe you want to try one of these suggestions. I'm going to list a few and just see if it enriches your prayer life. As we say on deep breath, try it on, see if this practice works for you. So my first suggestion is to just find a song that's based on words from a psalm and sing them. So essentially you would be singing the psalm as many of them were written as a song. And the second idea is to read one psalm a day. It was uh, Lisa Kasababian on our episode on spiritual direction that I, when I asked her what her favorite practice was, that was one of them, and that actually inspired this episode. She reads one psalm every day. Well, obviously Psalm 119 is really long, so I think she breaks that one up, but almost one psalm every day. And then the third idea for you is to stay with one psalm for an entire week or even a month. So perhaps this is a psalm that reflects your current season or your struggles or your emotions right now. You could read parts of that psalm every day and maybe pick a verse or two and just write it in your journal. Sometimes you can just doodle or color around it, and that, for me, that allows me to really soak in that verse and the words and stay with it longer. And then my last idea for you here to pray the Psalms is to take a Psalm and insert your name or your situation or even rewrite that Psalm in your own words. This is also one of my favorite practices, is uh, just to take even a piece of a Psalm and to rewrite it or to... Uh, just put my name right into it. Makes it very personal. There's an author who has taken some of the Psalms and rewritten them to kind of awaken her own prayer life. And then she published them with the title Psalms Redux, Poems and Prayers. We've read some of these poem prayers on the podcast before. I was first introduced to me on the episode with Elizabeth Peterson. That's episode 140. Redux, which kind of means being brought back or a resurgence, uh, signifies that it's a restoration and refreshment of the ancient text. So that's what the author, uh, Carla A. Groschmiller, is trying to do with this book. She notes that her poems are not meant to supplant the psalms, but rather they can be used to bring fresh language and depth to your prayer life. So today, I would like to read another psalm from her book, I'll be reading the one based on Psalm 27. But first I'm going to read part of Psalm 27, straight from the Bible, from about verse 8 forward. And then I'll read Carla's prayer poem from her book. And so I invite you to sit back, and maybe if possible, close your eyes and let these words sink into your soul, friends. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me and do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And now from Psalms Redux, based on that same psalm. You are my source, my way, my home. And you, I rest secure. In you, I gather strength. In you, I begin to see. When fear arises from within or from without, I remember who you are and how I am in you. Oh, that I may dwell in you day by day, moment by moment. Then peace would be mine. Then I could persevere when the waters threatened to overwhelm. Then my eyes would be filled with beauty and my mouth with song. Then courage and wisdom would carry me to safe shores. This I know. You are. In you, I am. Your goodness is seen in the land of the living. All who turn to you turn towards home. Isn't that beautiful, friends? I love that. Well, I I do appreciate you listening today and I hope you'll try on this practice. I think you'll really enjoy it, praying the Psalms. So again, as in last week, I'm gonna ask you guys for a special request here. Would you email me at deepbreath54321 at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram and let me know the answer to these two questions because we're working on a special project here at Deep Breath and this would really help us. One, this is the first question, why do you listen to Deep Breath podcasts? What brings you here to spend time with us? And two, what is one of your biggest takeaways or something that you've learned from listening to us? We really love to hear from our listeners. So thanks, guys, for just sending me a message, letting me know what you love about the show. And would you please also share this episode or other episodes with your friends and family who might appreciate it? Okay, thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Bye, friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform. Subscribe to listen in next time. And don't forget to take a deep breath.